0: and encourage discussion about medicine, health, and related subjects. The content provided in this podcast and in any linked materials is not intended and should not be construed as medical advice. Thank you for joining me for episode 29 of season 2 of This Osteopathic Life. Today, I'd like to take you through This Osteopathic Life's activation process. And this is an 11-stage process with a 12th stage wrap-up, that's a progression, that's an expansion, and it's what I've been utilizing in treatments with patients, in teaching sessions with students, and in my current course with physicians. It is a method of managing mindset, of investigating with our bodies, with holding space for our spirit, and I'd like to share it with you and I'll go through each of the stages. And then at the conclusion of this podcast, I'd like to invite you to take some time. And if you're able to sit or even lie down to do that, you could complete it while walking as well. And if you are driving and listening, just take care. Because as we do some internal work with thinking and processing, we can get a bit distracted. So it may be one to save for a time when you can be still somewhere or again, be walking where you're not necessarily prone to any distraction that could cause you any harm. And what I noticed as I went to double check the number, as I do with each of these episodes, the last four that weren't conversations were all Bs, four Bs, beliefs, burnout, balance, breath, unintentionally, but I love a pattern and I noticed as I reflected back that a few of the stages have come up in their own episode before. But what is so interesting and what also applies to the osteopathic tenets is that it's the combination that really holds the greatest power. And we notice that, right, with mind, body, spirit itself, it's that unity that is really the wholeness and the embodiment of health in our system. And it is the combination of that concept of unity, of the noticing of self-healing, of the recognition of structure and function being related in combination that really embodies osteopathic philosophy. And so it truly is in the combination, the culmination, the collaboration of these stages that holds the most power. But we'll take a moment with each of them as we move through and then look at them all in concert at the end. So the activation I process I developed to bring forth some tangible tools to do some check-in to enhance our own skills and accessing our capacity for self-healing to give language to what it is that I have been doing in treatments in my approach to medicine and my engagement with patients which has always been reflected to me as unique Helpful, powerful, but unclear, unprecedented. And I honestly didn't necessarily give it a dialogue. To me, it was just an engagement with the health in the way that I understood, in the way that made sense to my hands, to my head, to my heart. It evolved each and every time with patience. And I viewed it as an opportunity to simply be in, of, with, for, through the health And it's been so fascinating in writing these down to hear some verbiage for it, to give it body, to expand it, to even expand my own understanding. Like anything, when we teach something, we understand it on a different level. I'm very grateful for this opportunity as it has arisen unexpectedly in many ways, but also, of course, this is how it emerges at this time, in this moment. And I have felt called through this week to share it with you. And perhaps it's because I taught the final four phases, stages, to my students this week. And seeing that culmination brought me to this place today. So I thank you for joining me. And here we go. The first is to assess. In medicine, this is what we're doing with patients, right? We're making an assessment. We're gathering information information. And I reporting it back, saying what it is that we see. And in this case, we're taking an assessment of ourselves, of our lives, thinking about taking an inventory of what is. And that could be personally or professionally. That could be of the mind or the body or the spirit. This is where we get factual. We kind of distill down to what is happening in our lives right now. What do we have? How are we? We can look at that in a relatively objective way. The next is to acknowledge. And in this phase, we're clarifying the relationship of what we have observed in that previous. So we've taken the inventory and we've distilled that down and gone relatively factual, not making any opinions about it, but just seeing what is, what are the current results that I have in my life? How is my mind how is my body? How is my spirit? What do I see in my personal life? What do I see in my professional life? What do I see in my relationships? And we've distilled that down to relatively factual evidence. And as we acknowledge, we then look at the relationships of what we've observed in that assessment phase, saying, what do I think about this? How does that relate? we might think, what does it mean? We are giving some interpretation. We are formulating opinions about what it is that we see. And acknowledging is a more active engagement. The inventory should be objective, but the acknowledgement, that relationship clarification holds more subjectivity. It's where we start to formulate our thoughts about what we have discovered in each of those arenas of our life and perhaps just noticing on a different level. We then move to awakening. And in that space, we're recognizing the energy of what we have discovered, outlined, highlighted. And energy really represents feelings, we've seen in previous episodes that our feelings come from our thoughts and so we've taken this global inventory and gotten factual then we've acknowledged and noticed our thoughts around what it is that we have discovered admitted to outlined described and then when we awaken we notice the feelings that we have relative to what it is we have outlined and that those feelings come from our thoughts So whatever it is we have discovered on that inventory, we have a variety of thoughts about it. And we might have varied thoughts at different times in our lives. If you took this inventory one month ago or six months ago or one year ago, even if you had the same findings in each area, you might have had different thoughts about it then. So we're taking this right now in the present moment. We're recognizing the energy we have around it and the thoughts that we have around it right now. And noticing those feelings and getting more in touch with them, describing them, noticing where they are in our bodies, seeing why it is that we have them, recognizing when they've come up before. So we're awakening to the energy that exists around what we have currently in our lives. Then we allow, we allow for all those feelings to exist, even the uncomfortable ones. We embrace what is present. So we're not trying to make any change or apologize for anything we found on that inventory in our assessment. And we're not acknowledging it with the hope that something's going to shift, but we're just noticing what it is we think about it right now. And one of those thoughts might be, I wish it wasn't like that. I wish I had more of this. But we can just see that rather than caught up in it and making any effort to shift anything about it at this time. Then we've awakened, we're getting in touch with the feelings we have around it. And when we have those feelings, we've brought them up, we've named them, we've recognized them. Then we allow them, noticing that there is no problem. Recognizing when it is we try to get away from them, what feelings we try to escape, avoid, shift, exchange. And instead, just allow them embrace the feelings embrace the thoughts embrace those findings on the inventory just as they are and when we can do that when we can be in allowance when we can embrace what is we can begin to move into acceptance noticing there is no right or wrong there is no should or how it could have been there just is There is what there is right now, as it is right now. And if we can move, not if, when, we move into acceptance, notice the shift, notice the expansion, notice the relief, the release, the exhale. Notice that there is a letting go of shame or guilt or regret or resignation, There is ease. There's space. And we're seeing that all feelings are welcome. All thoughts are just thoughts. All circumstances are what they are. And they don't have to be a problem. And that can be really hard in challenging times. Remembering that this is a challenging time is a thought. But it can be hard. And I acknowledge that with you. And also, there is so much power in that awakening, in that allowance, and in that acceptance of nothing is right or wrong, but simply as it is right now here in its information. It's giving us insight. It's offering us an opportunity to stay with or change whatever it is that we have presently in our lives, but we're not going to go to changing. Okay? We're going to stay with this right now in this process. So we have gone through acceptance and then we move to appreciate. And what that means is to gain insight as to why what is, is present. And saying to yourself, of course, of course this is where I am. Of course this is how it is. And Simply allowing the opportunity, the possibility for whatever is to be exactly what should be there. If we're going to allow for the use of that word should. And as you appreciate, notice that expansion continues. It broadens. It moves beyond just you to the world around you. And see how it softens, it brightens, especially those challenging circumstances that you really would just wish away, that your thought is, ugh, why did this have to happen? Or if we're going to turn that into a statement, I wish this had never happened. And feeling upset or frustrated or disappointed is okay. Those are just feelings and we've learned to name them and accepting them for what they are, accepting what you see for what it is, and even appreciating it, recognizing that this is how it is for a reason and there's much we can do from this space. Next, we move toward approving. And this one can be tricky. But it's totally possible. And as you move through the others, it begins to bring you to that space. So we don't go from nothing to approving. But we take these as steps. We move through them as stages. We allow them to build on one another and to lift you up. So imagine just a degree, right? We're starting to shift a degree and then another and then another. And then it becomes possible to truly approve everything that you see, the facts, the stories, the feelings, just as they are, because you realize the success you've experienced with what is. In this one, we need to take that time and that moment to allow ourselves to embrace what has happened and to give ourselves credit, to give ourselves credit for all that we have done, exactly as we have done it. Not that we can't ever change and learn from how things have been and make reformed decisions. But in this moment, where we are now, as we are now, we approve and acknowledge our successes just as we are, just as everything is in our lives right at this moment. Notice how it has actually brought you to this space and the gratitude you can extend in this moment. From there, we align. And what that means is orienting to the results that we seek. And here we might think, okay, we're going to move and make some big changes here. But what I want you to do first is instead allow yourself to orient to what is, to see how if you shift and you have moved through that embracing, that appreciation, that approval, and you say, okay, these are the results I have. How do I align my whole self to the results that I have right now? And notice in that space how there things begin to shift in a very different way, in a relaxed way, in an intentional way, in a sustainable way. And we see this in treatment. And we call it indirect treatment, where we move toward the dysfunction. Right? And we can talk about the use of that word later. But if something is rotated left and we'd like it to be neutral, instead of asking it to rotate right, right, to move away from where it is and to come back to neutral, we go to it. We meet it where it is. We find ease around that degree of rotation. And here's the trick and the tough part for many, we wait. We wait and sometimes offer opportunity for enhancement from the individual through breath, through gentle movement, through perhaps just intention but an offering to the body, there is nothing wrong here. And that's where that use of dysfunction might be a misnomer. This is how it is right now. We acknowledge it. We accept it, we appreciate it, we even approve it. And now we're going to even align everything else to it. Because in so doing, we meet you where you are. We acknowledge what is. And if and when you're ready, there's an invitation to move back to neutral, not because you're forced to, not because you should, but if it makes sense and if it invites a greater degree of flow in the body, if it acknowledges inherent healing capacity and opens space for the health to move through more vibrantly, to flow more fully and freely, then it can happen as it will. Not at the will of the practitioner, at the physician, not even at the will of the patient, consciously, but at the will of the inherent wisdom of the body and of the whole being. And when that happens, there is integration. And rather than telling that segment, you were wrong and now you need to go back here where it's right because I say so, because a textbook says so, because everything else in your body is in this one place, we say, I see where you are. I'm going to create ease around where you are. So that if you should choose, you can come back to what we are calling neutral. If that works for the system, acknowledging that sometimes there is wisdom in the body that leads to compensation that actually can be functional in the system as it is in that moment or even longer term. And when we do that, when rather than force, we operate from space and understanding the change is so much more profound and most often longer lasting and it is integrated because that segment is acknowledged as part of the whole no matter where it is and invited to be part of the whole just as it is or in a different orientation. And if you take that approach to alignment, notice how your life begins to change, not saying I have to change what I identify as wrong here, identify this it's calling to me it's it's speaking to me perhaps it's different than what's around it or different than it should look according to a textbook according to previous examinations of this patient or of other patients or of studies but it's calling to me and i give it my attention i offer it my intention and i invite it to make change if that's appropriate honoring the inherent wisdom of that individual in their physiology in their integration of body, mind, and spirit. And the changes are so much more powerful. And then, perhaps you do align to the results you think you want. And even in that space, even moving in a more direct fashion, if we shine the light on the whole, on the health of what we see as quote unquote normal or not dysfunctional, doing so from a space of invitation as well, Holding room still from that balanced perspective and saying, Look here, here there is less restriction, here there's improved flow. I invite you to this, should you choose it. And we can do that very explicitly, we can do that very subtly. And if we're doing that externally in our world, we can say, These are the results that I seek. And I notice this is a way to get there. And I notice these are the feelings that will help me to carry out those actions. And that these are the thoughts that will bring the feelings that reliably help me toward these actions. And that is what I will choose. When we do that, when you've allowed alignment in that way to emerge, notice the opportunity to become your own best ally. And we call this advocate. And that's you saying, I see you and wow, you are amazingly powerful. There's so much potential here. There is so much wisdom but I don't even have to impose my force upon it. I just have to make space for it and invite it to emerge. And so I'm advocating 100% for myself. I am my own best ally. And then notice what happens and naturally move into the next step of acceleration. And the whole system engages. And that could be in the physical. I've used this example here of the body, but it can also be of the whole system broadly. Because when we have moved through these phases, these stages in sequence, intentionally, automatically, when you have allowed for that inherent wisdom and power to emerge fully, the speed can't help but pick up and the power can't help but emerge and grow. And when you've done that, then notice the potential everywhere, unlimited, unbridled. This is where we apply. And so we see these principles and we can put them into action anywhere in our lives, wherever you're most comfortable, wherever is your area of expertise and genius, you can apply all of these. And then when you realize you can, and you always could, then you can apply them to any situation. And there is no problem with anything because you have these tools available and accessible to you. And that inherent wisdom isn't limited to the body. That's a playground that is a testing ground that is your school that is your space of learning and then you can go into any situation any system that you see as problematic of needing reform these same stages are applicable there and you can apply this you can apply this process and have so much success so much satisfaction ease contentment joy it is available to you and then what you do Amalgamate, and that's when you review the process. And it's not linear, it isn't just smooth sailing one to the next. It can behave like a sine wave and it can go multidirectional, and you'll spend a lot of time in one stage. There's probably one that you resonate with, and one that resonates with you, and you go back and forth. But as you move through them, you'll get a sense of the process and how they build on one another and how you naturally gain energy as you go through it. And you'll get more and more proficient at applying these in any situation. And so in this final segment, I'd like to walk you through this as a body inventory. And we talked a little bit about it in a generic example, but I'd like you to take a moment and commit to this for yourself. And it should take fewer than 10 minutes here. Our goal is always a 33-minute or shorter podcast for the solo ones, the conversations I extend as they organically emerge. But just take a moment and take a few breaths. And let's start by assessing the body. And just take inventory of what is. What do you see right now? What do you notice? What speaks to you? And just see it, say it, identify it. Neutral no opinion about it, staying objective. Then you can acknowledge. And here you can apply whatever thoughts emerge around it. What is the relationship of what you observe? Why is it there? What is it telling you? What do you think about it? And take a moment with that and allow for any thoughts, even ones that might be self-judgmental. Let's not pretend they're not there. We don't need to keep them. We don't have to ignore them either. And just noticing what you Perceive as the relationship of what it is that you're observing. And then awaken to it. Recognize the energy around what it is that you observe in that certain region, in that area, what you're thinking about it. How do you feel? How do you feel generally? How do you feel blank, period? How do you feel about what it is that you're finding? What feelings come from the thoughts you have about what it is you've identified in that inventory, in that assessment phase? And then allow for what is. Embrace what is present, including the thoughts and feelings you have about it. Let them all come. Don't try to hide them or edit them. Let it be. Be with it. Embrace it. And then see if you can even accept it. Noticing there is no right or wrong, even if that was your thought about it. This shouldn't be here. I wish this would go away. See if you can expand that and say, well, it's here right now. And there is no right or wrong way to be. There is just the way that I am right now. And see what acceptance looks like. See what it does to those feelings. See if they get a little less intense, perhaps, if they dissipate some. And then we're even going to appreciate and that's easier to do if we've really taken the time to awaken, allow and accept what it is that we've identified in our inventory, what it is we've acknowledged with our thoughts. So you're going to appreciate and say, okay, I have this right now. It's here because I recognize that this is present for a reason. The reason is this. Notice what you're telling yourself about it. And then you have the power to tell yourself that it's exactly as it's meant to be. Then you're going to approve it. And take a moment, maybe more, to realize the success that you've experienced with exactly what is as it is right now. And really and truly do that. And notice you get to decide what success looks like how it's defined, what qualifies, and notice what bar you have set. And if it's unattainable, if it's unsustainable, do you need to keep it that way? How could you reframe success? What would you call success for someone else? Who do you envision as successful and why? Do you allow yourself to go there? Do you allow yourself to claim your successes? Here's an opportunity whatever it is that you've noticed in your body, however you thought and felt about it, now you've allowed it, accepted it, appreciated it, and so you can naturally move into approving it. And if it's challenging, it's okay. We don't have to get this right or perfect. We're practicing. Just like in medicine always, we are practicing. So you've approved it in some way. You've allowed for the possibility that you've had success with what is as it is right now, And then you're going to align. And we worked on this example earlier in the podcast. You're going to align to what it is that's there first. You're going to orient the whole around that part that's calling out, that's giving your attention, that often we would see as dysfunctional or a problem, abnormal, restricted. Instead, let's just say, it is. And it's there. And I'm here with it, as I am right now, just as it is. And instead of asking it to change... I'm gonna move toward it, around it, within it, through it, for it. I'm gonna bring ease to that region. And then notice, and this is a great time, notice in your body how automatically, if you've really moved through those other stages, when you align to what is, there's this automatic shifting, there is this active unfolding, There is this exhale, ease, grace, this thank you from your body saying, thank you for seeing me. Thank you for noticing me. Thank you for allowing me. Thank you for embracing me. Thank you for not asking me to change, but inviting me to move into the fullest expression of myself. I think I will. Or this is how I am right now. And this is how it is for now. And this is why. Notice what change emerges. And then notice if you do invite it to the space by acknowledging the health and whole around it, how that can lead to even further shifting. And then when you've done that, advocate for yourself. Own that power and that shifting and become your own greatest ally here. Yes, body, we are doing this. We have the answers within. Sometimes we need that invitation. Sometimes we need support. Sometimes we need guidance, hands on, heart open, head listening. But I am doing this, me, within myself. And I'm going to continue to advocate for that throughout. And then automatically from there, notice the acceleration that happens. Because when you truly do that, own and honor what you are capable of, it can't help but engage the whole internally it can't help but show you that your body is connected to the world around you and that the rate of change just fast forwards in a sustainable way, not in a way that's a flash in the pan going to burn out, but in a way that says, of course, right? Thank you. This energy was always here. Thank you for the invitation to open it up, to allow those floodgates to move freely and to nourish and hydrate the world internally internally in the world around me. And then from there, notice that you can apply that anywhere. That inherent wisdom is teaching you from within, but it is applicable all around you. And then always you will come back and you will amalgamate. And notice that through that combination of assessing, acknowledging, awakening, allowing, accepting, appreciating, approving, aligning, advocating, accelerating, and applying, you have a reproducible process that when you activate it allows you to solve any problem, allows you to find success in any situation, allows you to own and honor your health that is always there. You cannot be separated from it. Allows you to stand in your 100% worthiness and seek new adventures or achievements or reform of external systems if that calls you. And this is always available to you. So I call you back to this at any time, at any stage, and invite you to see that you truly can be for the health of all things. We did it. Just under 33 minutes here. This is Dr. Amelia Beeky with This Osteopathic Life. Thank you for listening.